This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is our one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you are having an outstanding day. We are coming off a very interesting Mavs game and post-game words from Jason Kidd. It's tough to take a little bit of the uh, segment, uh, opening segment, uh, you know, spiel here away from the Cowboys heading into divisional weekend, but uh, they did some of that. So we'll give you the latest on the Cowboys. We will talk Mavs. Then before you know it, we'll be on to the G-Bag of the day and so much more as we open up this big Thursday here with you on your home of the Cowboys 105.3 The Fan. I am Gavin Dawson. Salute to you. There's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboys scout, NFL executive. Lucius Alexander is in the pimp cup over there at Master Control, keeping the Gators down. Wolchuk and Chiafalo, Carter Freeman, and along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. The chat's open on uh, on Twitch, on YouTube. You can interact with other Tolos there, and the truckwreck.com fan text is open for you as well at 877-881-1053. Yeah, I think to me, you know, Jason Garrett, uh, Jason Kidd might might be getting a little bit frustrated um, until we put a better effort into playing defense and understanding what we have to do. We're going to score 120. We're going to give up 130, 140. One night we might give up 150, but we'll be fine because we scored. So it doesn't look too bad. Those are strong words from the head coach as uh, as the Mavs did play horrible defense last night. Hawk shot 57% as a team. DeJounte Murray looked like the league MVP. He's a dang good player, but not that good. So, uh, you know, I love it. I, I, I hope I hope this forces, you know, some guys to look in the mirror as uh, we start to head into the, uh, you know, second half of the season and all that. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, some tough conversations with Mark Cuban about making some trades because these guys of, of players that you like – you know, they can play better than they did last night. I think having Maxi Kleba back will be big. Um, but there's, you know, there's just not enough firepower or defense on this team. Like last year, you had to overachieve, and that was special. Um, but they're not able to follow it up this year. And I think that shows just how fragile this formula is. So salute to you, to Jason Kidd. I think that's fantastic leadership. And, and hopefully he's not only talking to his players, but to the front office as well in that, in that statement. Yeah, the the thing about it is, I, I do believe when um, thing about what I'm learning about Jason Kidd is when he stands up there and does have these media availabilities, and you can kind of pick up things that he's talking about, and you pick up the when you ask him about the defense, and he makes comments about under the current configuration, you know, th- that's a very very telling thing to me. Uh, you know, when you when you listen to him and and try and pull those phrases out that. That uh, you know he's 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 telling you he's telling the team and probably telling the front office you know Nico and Mark and those everybody that's involved it's like hey how we are currently constructed we're probably not going to be pretty good on defense yeah and we need to do something about it and when you say currently constructed you know it seems like the 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 lightning rod of the of the fan base 
is really when you look at with Christian Wood. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, is, you know. Do you think that's who he meant when he said, we'll be fine because we scored? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what, you know, I think that's what they're talking about right there with, with Christian and, you know, and, and you, you can say what you want about, uh, about Hardaway is another one that's kind of a lightning rod guy and stuff like that. But, you know, there's, I, I just feel like just when I, when I listen to him talk, I think he's a straight shooter yeah. as a coach. I really do. And I, and I don't think he's, I don't think he's interested in, in your feelings. I don't think he's interested in mincing words. I think he's. I think he's being honest. Like, listen, yeah. we we can't play defense like this right now. Because, Probably fed up. Yeah, because it, we it was don't bad in Portland. And- yeah, yeah, we don't have the. Uh, now, I'll, I'll give Atlanta a lot of credit, man. Every time the ball went up, it seemed to go in. Oh, you couldn't, but, yeah. you couldn't have but, shot it better. Yeah, but you know, and and you, you were kind of trading with them for a little bit. You had a ten point lead in that game and let it get away from you. Well, they'll get back after tomorrow against the Heat, uh, and hopefully they'll be at full strength and, and have a better chance to evaluate, but you know the trade deadline is is coming up, and I, I think lots of people are interested in in what this team could look like. Obviously, Luka Doncic and, and how he feels and um, uh, you know about the team is a huge storyline, and I, I think now is about the time where, you know, as a superstar player, you start to say, hey, I've given a lot. You saw what we're capable of, and now you know it's time to start making some investments and in, in making this a little bit better of a contender. All right, I think a big theme today on this Thursday is where can you start to find optimism for the Cowboys? Right? What what are the reasons to believe that they could you know make this upset happen? And um, you know, a little bit later on, we'll take uh, uh, your your text thoughts. We'll go long form on it. We'll throw out a, a lot of different things. But I mean, this 49ers team is pretty dang impressive they with are. how they're taking teams behind the woodshed right now. Um, and that's why they're favored. Um, but as we found out yesterday from Brian Broaddus's film study, there are some a real interesting things we can dig into. Yeah. And I had the opportunity in Krusty's Corner at 240 again today. I had an opportunity to visit with another offensive coordinator that played against the 49ers and some uh, some different thoughts from what we heard yesterday so it's different how these coaches like to attack but as you mentioned Gab it's a very very talented team but it's a team that's got some areas that you can absolutely go after yeah uh and 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 we'll talk about those you know obviously the Niners having the rookie quarterback I think is your biggest moment for opportunity you know as far as if you can cover and put pressure on him, that's when the rookie mistakes will happen. You know, and it's going to be hard to do both. You have guys who are really good at getting open, and you have a really dang good offensive line. Would you consider like putting a lot of it on Micah and dropping guys? We're not going to let you pass. If you're looking for this, that, or the other guy, he he's probably going to be double teamed. We we don't like what what um, what Belichick and Parcells did with the Giants in that Super Bowl against the Bills in like 1990 is what I'm thinking about, Brian. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously you you have three or four good pass rushers, but I don't want to send extra guys because they're good at picking them up. And then you're susceptible to guys making huge plays after the catches as they run through an unpopulated secondary. I think you have to be very mindful of this guy. His strength of his game is short and intermediate. So if you play clog and cover, he's going to throw the ball short anyway. That's that his first his first thing to think about is okay where is Yuschek where is Samuel where is Kittle is, so is the is the better chance to go the other way and send I, extra at him I think you go after him myself that, hmm. that's me and you know you're you know the, the 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 Cowboys did a really nice job last week of 
you know, playing that coverage where they didn't allow any space. Hmm. They didn't allow. I, do you worry about these guys running by you? I think the guys we you know, like Ayuk, I think can run by you. You know, but do you have those guys? Do you have that burner that you this this team when you watch them play? How many shots are they going to take down the field? Sure, yeah. everything is short, intermediate, and then bus tackles. Yeah. and it, it, they, so many four yard catches turn into eighteen yard runs. And so yeah. I, I'm, they'll make good tacklers. Yeah, miss. he if you if you clock and cover, he'll just find the guy. He'll just. But keep, don't you have guys now to rally to the football? I think what I yeah you do have guys that will rally for football like Vander Esch and Wilson and guys like that curse I think they'll rally to the ball the thing about it is I'm not I want to do everything in my power not to let this guy I, I'm 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 I want him to see flash mm-hmm. I want him to see guys around him and you know I want to I want him to have to move and find now he he's capable of but that's what Arizona did to him when I went back and looked at that. Arizona, instead of letting him play forward, they made him play backwards. And I mean backwards like spin out, back door, kind of, you know, roll, get out of the old Brett Favre, you know, kind of way. So that's kind of where I, I think that maybe and that's where it wasn't as clean for him in the game. Sure. You know, don't let him don't let him look don't step up and throw it. Let him make him have to spin and then go find everybody again. And he'll get there. rid of the football and yeah. throw it away. Yeah. Now, he did make an amazing play last week where he ends up extending the play right. and then through back corner of the end zone. And I think it was to Ayuk who ended up dropping it. It would have been like a jaw-dropping, holy smokes, kind of yeah. wow Brock Purdy moment. But that's been rare for him. That has been a situation, you're right, when he starts to you know spin, o- spin around and, and, and double take, and that's when all of a sudden you'll get that YOLO purdy ball, yeah. kind of throw it to the middle of the field. You got a chance at an interception there. But I do think there's something to it. If the Cowboys have the ability to get pressure with four, that's going to be kind of a home run for them in this game. But you might see Dan Quinn utilize some more of those blitzes because you're right, they played a lot of deep cover two safety looks last week where they kept two safeties back because they were scared about Brady throwing Throwing the ball ball down down the the field. Uh, And 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 they weren't scared of the the rushing attack. Right, not at all. Not at all. And I don't think you're as scared about that this week. You are much more nervous about the run after catch and the dump off for five yards, and then they take it 60 yards down the field afterwards in the screen game and those kind of elements that Shanahan and the 49ers are going to deploy. Well, and I'm worried about play action, 15-yard digs over the middle that turns into 35 yards. They're doing plenty of that. The Dolphins were doing quite a bit of it this year, and now with Purdy more so than with with Garoppolo. Hey, we'll just we'll drag somebody over here. We'll dominate you on play action because you're so worried about our run game. We might get six yards on you on this play. We're gonna pop you for 15, and then we're gonna run Ooh, it for another 20. Man, it, it, it is extensive. But if you're looking for hope, does Dan Quinn know? Does Dan Quinn know how to how to uh, minimize Shanahan's impact? Look, he knows Kyle Shanahan very very well. The counter yeah. is Shanahan knows Dan Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn's got a uh, in in look that we we saw the chess match last year, and Shanahan won in the first quarter. Sure, but Dan Quinn then made the adjustments, and I think the Cowboys' defense put the clamp down for the remainder of the football game. Yeah, and, and you really saw them do a good job of, of allowing the Cowboys to hang into this thing. But the first two drives, the scripted plays. 49ers came out and really just ran it down the Cowboys' throats, and just it was a hot knife through butter. So we'll see early on. You know, can the Cowboys kind of minimize the damage to where they don't fall behind? And then it's constantly you're chasing from that point after. All right, Cowboys safety J. Ron Curse, not in uniform at practice, working to the side with Britt Brown. Jason Peters also rehabbed to the side. 
Um, Calvin Watkins and several others reported Brett Maher made all six of his kicks in the wind. Tristan Vizcaino went three for five. (laughs) Swirling wind. Um, So nice job by Maher, perhaps building some confidence into the weekend. And Vizcaino with an opportunity that might have slipped through his fingers to kick in a playoff game. We'll see how that story uh, continues. That's encouraging, though. I mean, yeah. that's extremely encouraging. And and him doing it on the grass as well, in the winds, right? Because they were outside, so they were kicking it on the grass. Did and it on grass, huh? It, yeah, so that's uh, that's beautiful. Brett's good. That's what you want. He's fine. Brett's that's good. how Playmaker says you do it. Hopefully that's the case. People are alleging that somebody dropped number four's name yeah, for the Brian, Packers. Did Broadus? Brian did. Broadus said that? Yep. Well, I'm sorry, Walchuk. Mama gave me them flap checks. I said, Mama, take away five of them flap checks. I want to stay home. Five NFL teams are going to play home games abroad in 2023. Cowboys, I guess, could be because uh, they're going to face the Bills and Patriots next season. There's a chance we could have uh, a big game overseas or abroad. Uh, Is it in uh, Mexico? I'm not sure, uh, but five different teams are going to play home games. The Bills, the Titans, the Jags, the Chiefs, and the New England Patriots. Maybe a chance to do some bucket list type of travel. Maybe a chance to go watch yeah. a soccer game and a football game in London or something. That that 2014 trip, I know when I was with DallasCowboys.com. I'm so jealous. It was so much fun. We were there for a week, and it and it, you know and and the the Cowboys played great against the Jags that day, so made it all worthwhile. But yeah, if you had the opportunity, a lot of great fans over there. Did you? A lot of great fans over there a watching those station games. Trip abroad. I think we might get our passports taken up. Yeah, you, taken I, away. We'd be kicked yeah. out of just yeah, taken away. We we'd we'd be kicked out of just somebody's about not coming home. Every pub. My vote would be Corey gets arrested. Corey's the one. Oh, yeah. that ultimately actually gets arrested. I think we'd have to bail. Stopped him out. at the border. It'd be him or me. Pretty rowdy. Pretty mm-hmm. rowdy. Uh, uh international audience would just eat up the Cowboys. If you're Jerry Jones, you'd be the road team. You're willing to yeah. do this, aren't you? Well, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the reason why it's the the yeah the Buffalo. I mean, it, Buffalo is that uh, is a road game. Yeah. So that's why you would you would have to. It's just a matter of these owners, and they know they have to do it. They have to give up one game. So. See, I could see it being Buffalo because that's a possible Super Bowl preview or rematch, even or even a history game. Like the fans that have been paying attention and watching NFL films for years, I think would love that. Yeah. You know, Patriots Cowboys would be massive with those two brands. I don't know. Is it still possible Tom Brady goes back to New England? That, you know, there's just there's just ways. Ooh. Stars blew it last night. I believe they're in L.A. tonight, right? They're back at it tonight in Los Angeles. Thank goodness. So uh, go tear them up. Late uh, puck drop there yeah, in L.A. Three-goal lead last night. Yeah. Give it up, yeah. San Jose's had their number, though. Glad that series Which is, is annoying because yeah. San Jose's not good this year. Yeah, well, but they've had their do? number. Look at all the goals they've scored against yeah, them. They have. All righty, Nation. We're off and running here on a Thursday Hope you're having a fantastic week and you're fired up for the playoffs. Football Friday tomorrow. You'll have your opportunity for what you drink and what you think of tomorrow starting at 520. Tonight, it's the 6 o'clock sound off. Your uh, one opportunity of the week to compete against your fellows for the best sports take of the night. Uh, the best sports and food duo of all time. Would you try it? Then the G-Bag of the day here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, buddy, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's time now for Eric Chiafon to walk you through uh, a sports dilemma, the best sports and food duo of all time. Would you try this? Here he is, Chief. Okay, we got a would you try this situation. We also got Gronk consumption. He is uh, in honor of Trevor Lawrence partying uh, post-game victory style with his teammates at Waffle House over the weekend. Gronk is talking about his post-game eating and drinking celebrations and uh, talking a lot lately they are yeah i I, he must have a deal with Kay adams like he must be on there once a week yeah okay yeah so he's she's asking all the right questions he's given all the right answers we will play that sound momentarily but we do have uh, a new situation brewing from a uh from a hot sauce standpoint and uh, i don't know if you guys are in on this or not but mountain dew has revealed it has teamed teamed up with iburn for a limited (laughs) edition Baja Blast Hot Sauce takes the tropical lime fans and uh, takes it to the next level. Green chilies, habanero, jalapeno peppers, and that is what spices up. And it looks blue, bluish green, uh, like the Baja Blast sauce. It's a Mountain Dew hot sauce. You want to talk about messing with my brain? Oh, that's messing. I think with every single. It might be the single worst thing you could put in your body. I don't believe it's FDA approved. Uh, How could it be? I'd give it a try. I I think on a chip. You know, I'll put it on one chip and just give it a go. But I would not. Is this sold at Taco Bell or something? I'm sorry. Is this sold at Taco Bell? It seems like a Taco Bell creation. Yeah, you see his Mountain Dew up there, Taco yeah, Bell. You know exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. And the that's Baja the only Blast, place you get the Baja Blast. Yeah, yeah, that's where it was made famous. So I don't know how much Taco Bell involvement is uh, is going on here, but uh, I do know that for a limited time, we are going to have an opportunity, if we so choose, uh, to venture into these Baja Blast hot sauce waters. You know, they they say we eat with our eyes first, Brian. I'm sure you're familiar with that saying. And yep. you know, for me, I like my my uh my salsa or my hot sauce, whichever it might be. <laughs> I like it red, you know? Yeah. Even going to greens already kind of throwing me off. I'm no not sure day. if I'm gonna like it. Okay, now we're going blue. Totally mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Totally Man. out. Uh, looks like Walchuk's pretty in here. Now, well, this is a guy who's on soda and is willing to just about eat anything. That's true. So we got to take that into account. Everything does taste delicious uh, because I probably haven't had it for a long time. But there's only 750 bottles of this thing that's going to go around. Wow, so this could be a collectible. Could be a collector's item. I mean, maybe you just don't ever open it. You yeah. just keep it to say, so hey, I had this. Maybe it ages like a fine wine. Maybe in 50 years when we put that bad boy on a chip, it becomes the greatest thing we've ever had. So... But it's the long got, play. It's got Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah, it's the it's the Mountain okay, Dew Baja see, Blast and, and, flavor, and, and they f- spiced it up. I'm not a fan oh, of the Mountain sorry, Dew. 
Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I would I would be out on this one. Okay. But I'll tell you what. If they did it with like if they put it with a beer, say they did it they they matched it up with a beer Baja beer blast Baja beer blast and they did it with one of your like Ducatis or yeah or uh, you know Corona or one of Dos Equis I would I think I would be. Uh, yeah, Miller Lite. Yeah, well, I was thinking about you know. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, Miller Lite goes great with everything too. Dang right, it does. Okay, so it looks like we're three outs, two ins on the Baja Blast, at least to try it one time. That's good to know. Um, and then we also have Gronkowski. Here he is with Kay Adams. How do you celebrate big games post game? What are you consuming, Gronk? When I was in my young twenties, it was rip as many beers as you possibly could. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and then later on, uh, when I was getting, you know, later in my 20s and, and my 30s, it was uh, go home and start doing treatment on your body so you, you can get ready for the uh, following <laughs> week. But uh, I liked it better when I was young 20s. I would actually, um, after games, in the post game for the Patriots, there's a hallway, and there that's where the reception was after the game. Your friends and your family could go there. And uh, I would just load up on food, chicken fingers, pizza, macaroni. I, I would steal all the drinks from there, and I'd bring it all home. It would be burgers as well. And I would go home, be crushing beers with the family, friends, whoever it was, and I'd just be m- mowing down all the food that I stole from the reception after the game. <laughs> I can see Gronk just going through the vending machine or, or going through whatever fridge they have and just scooping it all on into a bag with the drinks, scooping it all into a bunch of to-go plates. He's going home to party with the fam. Man, when when a guy that size is talking about mowing through beers, you know, let's say the game ends at, at, at 3 or, or even 6. By the time it's midnight or 1 o'clock, a man of that size, if he's mowing, that could be 40 or 50 beers quite easily. Agreed. Yeah. And then when you think about the, the, the calorie consumption with all, he's talking about burgers, mac and cheese, chicken tendies, and then, you know, all the, I mean, who knows what else. That's a guy, that's a guy that doesn't get full. Yeah. He just accepts, like, it's time to go to sleep now, so I have to. Uh, I have to stop eating. Right, I don't know that you ever really it like. I don't think you fully fill up a Gronk. I don't think it's yeah. possible. That's no, weed. that's weed. I, you got to kind of think though that the amount of calories and stuff that they burn during a game. Oh no, for sure. You know, no, that, that, oh, yeah. no, because I, I just yeah. remember like I, I never had an In and Out burger before, but and the first time was in Las Vegas, hmm. and I just got done completing the Las Vegas marathon, and I ate one, and I had a shake and fries. And then I ate another one. And then I ate another one. Mm. And I ate like four of them. DJ Khaled on this. The double-double or the single patty? The double-doubles. Wow, that's impressive. I had four double-doubles and had two more shakes. And so you're kind of like, you're you're just thinking like how, you're just thinking like. Peak exertion. You you were still on your runner's high. Well, you burned all those calories and you're kind of like, but you're you're hungry. You're still hungry. And I I could see him going in there and asking for a styrofoam container. You know, and then like just loading up. You know, just well, he, he loading keeps up. talking about this chicken souffle his mom's making him. Yeah, and I don't know. A carrot I don't one. know what it is, but it sounds good. Yeah, it seems like I'd that's... like to try Gronk's mom's chicken souffle. Yeah, I'd go on record and say me too, Molchuk. Uh And then I believe this is disrespectful to the sport, disrespectful to these cities. Not that we necessarily have a, much in the way of respect for them, but when it comes to their food, I think we do. Uh, and for this week's playoff game between the Eagles and the Giants, Mayor Eric Adams is uh, going plant-based with his bet, reaching out to the mayor of Philadelphia, going to give him a vegan cheesecake. Like, they're putting a vegan cheesecake on the line. 
You know how these like you have these different cities and mayors, and they're trying to send each other uh, whatever you win. So this, is the we mayor from that. Philadelphia going vegan. vegan cheesecake? Okay, is that the problem? Is no. is that the vegan is? And not it's a problem, but is the Philadelphia <laughs> mayor a vegan? Uh, is that why we're doing the bet? Are you allowed to be a mayor in Philadelphia and be a vegan? I don't know if that, it's like a bit of an oxymoron, right? I, I wouldn't mean, vote for that guy. Yeah, like <laughs> I, we have to watch you like mow through. Talk about Gronk mowing through. We got to see you mow through a couple of these Philly cheesesteaks just to know for sure you're our guy. So I don't know. I just feel seems, bad. I feel like it crosses the line. Like it's, it's a bit disrespectful. I mean, these players are putting their bodies on the Ooh. line. Damn right it is, Eric Chiafalo, and thank you for that segment. It is time now for the G-Bag of the Day, curated by Lucius. Third, Mayor Eric Adams up there in New York. You know something about me? I hate rats. <laughs> hate rats. I hate rats. Yeah. And it's so rich because he used to be a gang member. <laughs> it's so rich to me. That's bars right there. That man's speaking levels. I never, I never knew that. That's yeah. strong. I hate rats. Oh, <laughs> Have you had your own personal experience? Uh, I'm not going to play it. I don't know. I wanted to, but that's not the best version. Uh, let's see here. What would he got? Oh, you said hot sauce and salsa. Those are two different things, right? Yeah, yes, he, yes. he was making fun of me because oh. remember, remember the one time I, I I said hot sauce, right? Yeah. When we were and I, you I, called hot sauce or like spicy sauce a hot sauce. I did, yeah. Lucius. Okay, you made me reach in my bag right here. I, right I, that Louisiana. I did. I absolutely. Hot sauce I, is right, Gavin, right here. Gavin was taking a swipe at me on that one. <laughs> and, and, okay, and, and pause. And rightfully so. Drive by. More needling, a friendly needling is <laughs> okay. how I looked at it. But yeah, you know that's your business. Yeah, that's uh, old school Texas. That is called school. salsa hot sauce. Uh, yeah. That that was wrong. No, that that's was. wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Hey, Whatever it nothing. was, it was wrong. This is wrong. Uh, all right, man. Uh, let's see. Our winner from yesterday is a grown man who was arguing with a twelve-year-old kid about Call of Duty. Listen to this kid. Does she feel it up her toes? I'm a real young. Bruh. <laughs> You're not even mature yet. You're always sick. You crying like a bitch. <laughs> Get a kill, crap out of this. Are you on drugs? Yo, mama, you ass, no dumb ass, weak ass. Cocaine? Yo, daddy should have fed out. Your mama gonna beat your ass, fool. You better stop yelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get a kill, cry, baby. That's my favorite part. Going six. Going six. Going six, man. I was sent this from a Tolo. Uh, there was a man who was wearing two Cowboys jerseys. The top one was a Tony Romo, and he had a, a Dak right under it, right? Okay. Two Cowboys jerseys as a Corvette. What's up, dog? I'm just not familiar with the uh, the top half, bottom half. Isn't it usually like a side, like a it split used to be horizontal? Side. No, he's got like two on top of each other. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, two okay, jerseys okay. on. He's hot. Well, you know, I guess not right, right now, right now. Maybe in August, July, be hot. Uh, let's see. But yeah, he has two jerseys on. One is a Roma, one is a Dak, and he also has a nice vet that has a license plate that says Cowboys Five. Cowboys Five, and uh, he's talking some trash right here on the microphone. Oh, I'm dressing like this going to work today. Look at that. How about them boys? If they're gonna tell me to take that off, look what I got underneath. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and look at this, right? Come on. Make me change that to Cowboy Six. Let's do it. Come on. All right. 
I said, I'm out. I actually have to go work now, make money, and pay taxes. How's <laughs> <laughs> the feeling, bro? Yeah. So if the fans tell him to take a, his jersey off, he takes it off and he has another one on underneath? Uh, I don't bit? know if there are fans. Uh, he's going to work, and the people that he was talking oh. trash against oh. about the Cowboys, they tell you to take your Cowboys jersey off at work. He says, bam, I have another one under it. Oh, I love it. Right. That's a good bit. <laughs> you want me to take it off? Boom. Boom. Here's the new boy. Oh, let me put some music right here. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> a little buffer. Yeah. Well, I can name that tune it. in Restart. three notes. Good Middle for school you, man. dance right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played this for my man Carter back here. I don't mean to put his business out here, but he's on a dating scene. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you give us a thumbs up or thumbs down? Did we nail that Friday night dinner? Right. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. He closed that deal on that, but you know, let, let's not rush it. Okay. And for all those who are out <laughs> let's there, yeah, let's not rush it. Let's not rush it. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is just lining up. We ain't even said hut yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we're but, in the huddle. Right? Yeah, we're in the huddle. <laughs> Don't get a delay again. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. relax. <laughs> but if you are out there and Got twelve men in the huddle here, and you're dating, excuse me, wow. and, and you're running out of questions to ask while you're doing your first date situations. You don't know who, what to talk about, you know, like, but yeah. you need to figure out this person, right? Yeah. Right. Well, yesterday was a church day. Yes, it was. My man Creflo, all about that dollar. <laughs> He's going to drop some uh, bars on you about questions to ask while dating. Single people, are you dating somebody? You need to ask a thousand questions during the dating process. Uh, what's your name? Is that your real name? Do you have your daddy's name? When can I meet your daddy? Is your dad and mama together? <laughs> How do you act when you get mad? Do you throw things? Do you cuss around? Do you beat up on people? I need to know, do you have a job? Where do you work at? How much money do you make? How long you been working there? Do you have a bank account? How is your credit? Can I see your credit score? Do you have a house? Are you living in an apartment? Do you pay for your gas in your car? I need to understand what you know. What you like to eat? Do you plan on being fine like that all your life? Or you plan on getting big? How many children do you want to have? <laughs> Will you get upset if we don't have no kids? And you need to ask that woman, how you look without your makeup? Don't put none on tomorrow. I need to see. <laughs> that hat you got on your head, is that yours? Or did you purchase it? And if you purchase it, is it paid for? Or are you in debt? I need to know. When you blink your eyes, are those your eyelashes or, or did you buy those from somewhere? I need to know. Huh. You smell good today, but what about tomorrow morning? I need to know. Do you believe in taking showers at night or in the morning? Do you believe in taking three days off and then take shower? How is your relationship with soap and water? I need to know. There's some questions right there for you. Questions, questions right there for you. That's important, right? On your dating game. Damn, it's like a comedian preacher, dude. I'd I'd have been in church more often with that kind of routine. Come on, man. I'm telling you, every Sunday I go to YouTube, look up Reverend Ike (laughs) Creflo Dollar. Okay. uh, Our very own Robert Tilton. Robert Tilton. (laughs) Yep. I get asked those every time. That's why. That's where I get my prayer. (laughs) My blessings right there. Uh, Let's see what else we got before we get out of here. Oh, Southwest Airline flight attendant. He had bars for the Raiders. Unfortunately, due to the storms that are going through Vegas, the Vegas Raiders Stadium has been turned into a tornado relief center for the next 36 hours. Yeah, apparently touchdowns rarely ever happen there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Man, a Raiders joke. That's going to be hard for me to turn down, Mm. Lucius. Or is it... uh, is that was that Creflo? Is that the name of the preacher? Creflo, okay. all about that dollar. Okay, man, <laughs> man with two jerseys on, Romo and Dak. 
Vet says Cowboys 5. He wants it changed to 6. Grown man arguing with a kid during Call of Duty? This is hard. Uh, Chia Fall, let's start the voting with you today. Creflo. Lucius. Oh. Uh, I'll see what you guys guess. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Creflo all about that dollar. It's uh, 2-0. Wilcher? We go with the champ. Creflo. Okay. Uh-oh. My vote not needed. By a score of three to one to one. I'm going with that Southwest Airlines flight attendant. <laughs> okay, your new G-Bag of the Day champion. It's the Preacher Man with the questions on date night. Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are we going with that, sir? Yes, I had another chance to visit with a head coach that played against these guys. We'll talk about that next. All right, thank you, Lucius. A lot of news developing here in the last 15 minutes. We'll get to Krusty's Corner in less than 60 seconds. Christian Wood, thumb injury, fractured thumb, could uh, be reevaluated in a week. Zeke on Mar, we got faith in him. We're not going to turn our back on him. Last week, we didn't really need him, but this week, we probably will. So get that bleep together, said Zeke. Uh, Dak, I'm a Money Mar fan. Uh, has not lost any confidence in him. I think he'll get back to himself this week as he has done here in practice today. I trust that guy all the way through. He was he, he was five for five, I think, on all of his kicks today, or maybe six for six. Yeah, six for six. And Micah, on uh, if the Cowboys have faced a team with as much firepower as the Niners, no, but I don't think they face anyone like us this year either. Um, I think we're pretty hard to stop ourselves. So that is the Cowboys quotables. His practice for the afternoon has wrapped up. It's time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's former Cowboy Scout brought us. Thank you very much. I appreciate all those updates for sure. Okay, uh, as we uh, make our way to this game this weekend, I'm continually asking friends around the league, coaches, scouts, you know, guys and gals that I know that you know, played the 49ers and kind of have an understanding of how they prepared. I had a coach get back to me uh, this afternoon before the show. And so I know yesterday I, I walked you through a, some notes of a couple of guys and here's another coach that got back with me. So I'll tell you what uh, he said about playing and a little bit different. There's some parallels, but there's some other things that you kind of need to think about here when you play these guys. Are, are there teams that you would not share info on? Like, is this a wide open book when guys around the league are calling, getting ready for a big playoff game? I, these are these are guys that I, uh, I, I think a lot of it is because of my relationships. Yeah. You know, that how long ago I I was in the league, you know, and listen, it, it's it. I, I'm really fortunate to have a lot of these guys and gals that still are like, yeah, what do you need? You know, I mean, yeah. they're they're calling me back and like, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm trying to do, a, I'm trying to kind of get an idea. I mean, I'm watching the tape and I'm talking them through what I'm seeing. And they're like, yeah, but and think about it this way, you hmm. know. So I, I just appreciate it's freaking awesome. And, and and I and I again, this platform allows me to bring this to you guys, and I hope it gives you a little bit more understanding. I'm not trying to sway you one way or another about if you're going to win or lose this game. I'm just trying to give you an idea of how people view in the league when they play this team, how they because yeah. it, it's a difficult it's a difficult team to deal with. It really, really is. But they do have some holes in some certain areas, and uh, my coach here. Uh, was pointing this out to me. He says, listen, he says, like we heard yesterday, the first thing he says, it, it's it, there's not a whole lot to it, meaning it's not a dynamic or one of these uh, exotic type of defenses to play. They were talking about it's, the, he goes, the key is you just got to block their front. And he says, it's, you know, it, it's not easy. He says, but if you control their front, it'll force them to blitz. And he says they don't want to blitz. 
because that puts their coverage in man-to-man coverage, and they don't want to play man-to-man. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So, like, all of a sudden, they're rushing four, you're blocking it. Rushing four, you're blocking it. Rushing four, you're blocking it. And then all of a sudden, now they bring pressure. Then they're, then they're, they're admitting that you're killing them throwing the football. And last year when we left off, a lot of teams were rushing for getting to your quarterback right. and stopping your run. Yeah. And it yeah. was just impossible. Yeah. But now we feel like things have bit, improved. A little bit better, especially if you got a guy like, you know, with Pollard, the way yeah. he's able to help in some blitz pickup stuff. If you have to dump him the ball, you sure. know, that's something that this coach is going to talk about here a little bit later. But his big thing was if you could control the front. He says, if you could get them to play man-to-man coverage on the, on you, you can make plays. Speaking of controlling a front, sometimes it feels like this team will never be able to block somebody. Is It's amazing how for three hours you can have an off day. Right. And you can come back and play that same team and whip their ass. You see that in yeah. divisional games some, it, a lot it, of it times. Is, it is strange. It, it is. And maybe, maybe you, get, you go out of those games the first time you played somebody. And that's why I give, uh, I give the, uh, the Giants a little bit of a chance this weekend against the Eagles. They looked awful the first time they played them, and then the second time the Giants weren't really playing for anything, and they six point game. And now some things out over time. There's some things out over time. So their yeah. pressure looked great against Minnesota. Absolutely. Okay. Um, this coach said something that we've talked about the coaches yesterday, and what we talked about. Hafunga, the the safety. This guy said, "Listen, he's stiff. He can't run. He can't move, but he's smart." These he says these two safeties are smart. He's talking about Hafunga and Gibson. But he says if you can match somebody up on him, and he's talking about Hafunga, he says that is your best avenue for getting the ball down the field. I'm like, okay, cool. That could be Dalton Schultz. Sure. How they treat Dalton Schultz. Do they cover him with a linebacker? Do they cover him with one of these safeties? But he said both these safeties. He said the one safety is a stiff guy, can't move, can't run. So... Keep an eye on that on that one. Maybe a matchup. He said another one you need to attack is the nickelback Jimmy Ward. Mm. He says Jimmy Ward. He goes. He goes. Jimmy Ward has to win early, or he's going to get beat. And when he means win early, he's going to have to win at the line of scrimmage with the press when he gets up on you, you know, in the in the slot and and hold you at the line. And then, because he says this guy's not very smart, and it means football smart. He didn't say he's book smart or anything like that. It's football smart. He says. But if you win early, he has to win early. But if you beat him, you could fool him with some things too. That's hot. With some routes. So you know that's who plays a lot that's, in the slot. Yeah, that's the nickel. That's the nickel yeah. slot. Jimmy Ward, number one. C D Lamb's gonna have yeah. a day on that guy. Exactly. He says That's okay. crazy. That's a big name too, right? He was premium yeah. draft pick. Exactly. Exactly. He said, All right. He goes, This you have to be really disciplined to play these guys in the passing game. And he says, because what they want to do is they want to rush up the field. No lane integrity here. They want to get up the field. He mentioned what, Gavin, what you talk about, running quarterback. Yep. Running quarterback. So all of a sudden, it's four-man rush up the field. They're not in any lanes. They're kind of just trying to get to the, the, the quarterback. Things open up. You take advantage of that. Yeah. So don't for Dak, don't be afraid to, if you see that lane, just go ahead and take the run, get six, seven, eight. 10 yards, whatever you need to get right there. That's a huge reason to have confidence more so than last year because Dak is physically capable and mentally capable of doing that a lot more yeah. this year than last year. Absolutely. You've got you to take those yards. Yeah, last year he wasn't running, you yeah. know, whether it was the calf or whatever it was. 
And, and in that game where the Raiders put up a bunch of points, I mean, Stidham, seven carries, 34 yards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just something, some, like that. something, something just something doesn't have to be yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay. He says, he says, he goes, I know Dallas's offense. He goes to tack the, the toss crack yeah. is good for them. That's a big play. He says, what you have to do is move your Y around, which the Y is the tight end. Okay. He says, move your Y around to create bubbles in the running game. So if you move him to one side, run the other way because you're creating a bubble with the line and the linebacker and not putting a guy on the line standing over the tight end. So that I means that. Yeah. run run away, but find, create bubbles. by they'll, they'll dictate strength by wherever the tight end's sitting. Okay. Yeah. So what you do is you set a tight end to one side, run to the bubble on the other side is how you create opportunity. I think it's a trap sometimes if you don't have super strong blocking tight ends to think you're going to run behind them against yeah. a good linebacker. Yeah. But, but like I say, if they're really worried about Schultz, Move him around, yeah, to, in order to kind of get people yeah. away. Okay, another thing they're thinking about here is too. He, they, they, he says slip screens are really good. Now, slip screens are the backs that just kind of leak, leak out. You know, little, little, little get out in the flat and you throw them the ball. He's. I said Dallas hasn't run a screen play forever. He says I do know Dallas can run draws. Yes. He says, and he goes, and he goes, the draws are good against this team in the running game because you invite them up the field, you know, you block, you invite them up the field, turn on them, and then hand the ball off inside. So he says, if you can't slip screen them, make sure you have a, a, have a draw package in the game. He goes, draw, gets them upfield, gets the ball in behind him. And, and, he, and he said, so he says. And that's something the Cowboys have done well this they year. Have, they've yeah. had to deal with a hand the ball. And he, he thinks handing the ball to Pollard right. is Pollard's really, been really good. Very good you at know, that. Show like you're going to drop back, get the rush up the field, hand it inside, and then attack You know, attack those Sweet. lanes and stuff like that. It's got to be a Pollard game, man. Yeah. Okay. And he said uh, another couple things real quick before I get out of here. He says the, the, the quick drop back passing game. He said one step, two step, ball gone. One step, two step, ball gone. He says that they play a lot. He called it post zone, which is just single high, single high safety. He says split zone is the cover two. He says you know what they're going to play. He, he says you're either going to you're either going to get cover two, cover one. That's what they do every single time. So have plays ready for those one step, two step, get rid of the football in that passing game, whether it's the outs, the slants, and stuff like that, because they're going to give you they're going to give you the off coverage, the zone coverage, and stuff like that. The final thing is if you have to have a quarterback, he says this is what's great about Dak. He says if you have a quarterback that can extend plays and get out of the pocket and throw the ball, that's a problem for them because of the way they play their coverage. Absolutely. So Dak on the move, Dak outside, Dak running, Dak throwing on the move. We saw that with what he was able to do with Schultz, throw the ball back inside, you get the touchdowns right there. So those are some of my thoughts for my uh, guy that played the San Francisco 49ers this year. Throw it down, big man. There he is, Brian Ross. Out of breath. Sorry about that. Getting it done. Okay, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We'll have uh, some NBA news coming up at about 3.40. Talk about everything revolving around the Mavs as well. We will discuss how these teams are different compared to last year coming up 3.20. Kevin Burkhart, play-by-play announcer on Fox for the game coming up Sunday evening, is next in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long Follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.